everybody be cool. You be cool. Good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. on this very fine Monday evening. Tonight I am joined again by Alex from Colossal Escape. Hello again. Hello again. Two weeks (laughs) on a trot, which is brilliant. So uh, it's nice to have somebody with me. So tonight is all about guilty pleasures. It's Mm. all about those naff things that we love that (laughs) everyone else kind of thinks, are you mental? Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. Uh, yeah, I get that quite a bit <laughs> as well. Um, so we're going to be going through some uh, some NAF music, some uh, NAF film and TVs as well, uh, and and we love it. You don't necessarily have to. Um, the tea of the week this week is the fantastic Flight of the Navigator t-shirt that was done for me by Louise at Sorella Print. So see them for all your custom t-shirt needs because they are amazing. A uh, picture of it is on the Facebook page if you want to. Um I haven't seen any films this week either again. Um, oh, uh, obviously, disappointing. The, the big news <laughs> this week is the, the new Doctor, but I'm not going to touch on that because it's a very touchy subject, apparently. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave that as it is. Yeah, fine to do that. We'll leave the internet that, to deal with it. <laughs> that deserves its own <laughs> segment entirely. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so I will do some more uh, TV shows uh, and film reviews on uh, on the Facebook page. So if you don't like it, please do. Please share it as well because that would be uh, that would be awesome, really. Um, so yeah, so we're going to start off with a little bit of a montage that I've put together of a few of my favourite uh, <laughs> naff things that um, that I think everyone everyone should enjoy. <laughs> Just like that, it ends. How good is that? So uh, you were absolutely tearing your hair <laughs> yeah. out at the middle bit. So go on. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of all the classic sort of uh, knockoff Disney films, or I'm thinking something from uh, 70s, like The Last Starfighter. Or something. Nope. No. No, it's actually from Elf. Oh, the my Christmas word. film Elf, oh. right at the very end when he flies away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I absolutely love Elf. absolutely love it, and it is a massive guilty pleasure. And I just love that. I love that score. I think that is a brilliant score. It's actually something similar is in The Polar Express with Tom Hanks, and I love okay. that film as well. That might have been where I've been crossing my wires. Yeah, yeah. And the first one was obviously <laughs> Benidorm, which is a massive, massive guilty pleasure of mine. 
Um, but I will let you go first and speak about one of your guilty pleasures, as you are a guest. Okay, yeah. So we're, we're going, uh, for me, in terms of guilty pleasures, it's, it's, it's going back to Disney because there are so many hits that they have. But also what I want to talk about is some of the flops, uh, especially Tron Legacy. Okay. Because um, some people like it, myself included. I really like it. I actually liked it. I thought it was yeah. quite a good film, to be fair. So. It, as in, it was panned critically, like... A lot of the times people are saying terrible acting and you can kind of get behind that. And some of the CG, especially with the uh, the Clue uh, character, which is basically a young version of uh, Jeff Bridges. Is it Jeff? Yeah, I think yep. it's Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Bridges. Because there's so many Bridges brothers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just one of those movies that I can sort of turn my brain off and watch and have it in the background when I'm doing other work and stuff. And the soundtrack's incredible. It's Daft Punk. They've like scored most of the f- uh, most of the film, and uh, the visuals are just insane. And you can't you can't not like Light Cycles. I'm sorry, it's just a no. Fact. It is it is good. I mean, the original was was a was mm. ahead of its time anyway. Yeah. But it was it, it, I must admit it was good. I did like it. I, I did think, <laughs> think that Tron Legacy was actually pretty decent. So yeah. And uh, an, another one of my uh, well. Another one of Disney's flops that I really kind of enjoyed, uh, and not many people do, is John Carter. See, I liked John Carter. <laughs> I thought that was actually really good. It's it's based on uh, one of the original comics that uh, I believe that things like Flash Gordon was originally based yeah, on, yeah. and that went on and inspired Star Wars and things like that. And yeah, it's it's kind of a wacky movie. Science is completely thrown out of the <laughs> thrown out of the window when you're watching it, but. It's kind of fun and kind of crazy and original in its own ideas. And I just liked that. And yeah, the visuals are over the top. But again, it's a sci-fi movie. so. But it, it, it scored, I think it's actually scored zero on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. as well. Yeah, it, it was the biggest belly flop of the year for that for that film. It was it was just destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I, I mean, I know it was. A, they put a lot of money into it as well, which yeah, was... They did. Uh, what would you expect, though? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you would have expected your money back, but but no, it was. I I liked John Carter. I thought mm. it was good. Um, Had some good names in there as well. Dominic yeah. West, uh, Mark Strong. Yeah, two really good uh, underrated actors, in my opinion. There should be in more films, but yeah. Uh, well, Mark Strong is actually he's really really good in Kingsman. Mm. Um, yes. he was also good in Grimsby, believe which is uh, you know, believe it or not. But I'm very excited about. Kingsman 2 The Golden Circle I think that that could be quite good although yeah. they're bringing the Americans in so I don't know whether the the difference in film for, you know is going to clash I, yeah. I don't know I mean it didn't in the first one but there's a lot more involvement this time around because the last one was was kind of a, a little hidden a little hidden gem really mm. I'm wondering if they're bringing Colin Firth back into that movie as yeah, like are. a villain no they're bringing him back as as Galahad apparently oh, I just thought um, from the uh, in the original, there's that little speech between Colin Firth and Samuel L. Jackson, and Colin Firth always says that he'd uh, rather see himself as a maniacal villain. And in this movie, he's sporting an eye patch, which looks just like he's straight up Bond villain. It, well, it, so you know, Michael Vaughn could, yeah, he could, could he could, could shock us, could yeah. shock us. But Colin Firth has said that he is back. Yeah. So uh, who knows? I'd like to see him back as Galahad. I thought it was really good, although. Um, Taron Egerton, whatever his name is. Oh yeah, the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. taken over the the moniker of of Galahad. So. Yes, yeah. we shall see. But that's one for another time. So. Yeah, that's definitely not a guilty pleasure. No. That's just a general pleasure no. to watch. But yes, but uh, harking back to to my my guilty pleasure of Benadorm. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about Benadorm. It's it, it's so it's so crass and so. British. British, but so totally believable as well. You know, yeah. you always see those sorts of people when you go on a holiday or when you're on a plane. You always see the Shell Soup family. You always mm. see the gobby lot with 50 kids or whatever. You always see, you know, the one that thinks that they know it all. And you always see the, um, the, just the, the one, the old people that just want to smoke fags and just mm. drink booze all the time. So that's well, what makes it believable. I, I, to me, anyway, I think that's what makes it believable. And that's what makes me think it's so crap it's good that along with the in-betweeners though they both pick up on a lot of not stereotypes but uh hidden truths in modern society in terms of like 
British people, British schools, um, British people on holiday and things like that. And that's the best source of comedy is like, yeah, is absolutely. The truth. That's why that's why the in-betweeners did so well. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people pan the in-betweeners saying, that, oh, it's just toilet humor, child humor, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Two massive hit films. Yeah, yeah, and I, and and people begging for the TV show to come back can't be wrong, you know. I mean, I I loved it because it was just your typical teenagers. That's yeah. and and they literally did, like you say, it was there was truth in it. And I, that's I the bought same. the series on DVD. I still enjoy watching it. Yeah. It's on E4. I watch it all the time there. I love watching it. I think I I love watching it back. I even love watching the films, even though the second one was exactly the same as the first one, but in <laughs> yeah. Australia. It still did. It still did really, really well. But speaking of that hangover, <laughs> that's exactly yeah, the same. Yeah. Well, yeah. They made two more films out of that. Exactly. Which is ridiculous. But anyway, um, that's on a previous show. So feel free <laughs> to listen back to that. Um, but yeah, no, Benidorm. I, I've never been there, but it's everything I would imagine it would be. <laughs> Just by looking at it, you know, the cheesy English bars. You've got, you know, the your atypical Spanish waiter who wants to hit on all the women and forgets their names. Well, and that's that's basically any holiday ever. Well, yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to be Spain, does yeah. it, let's be honest. But it, it it is a massive guilty pleasure for me. It's one that I think, I, I actually sit and watch it. My wife hates it. <laughs> really? She's just like, you watching that crap? I'm going upstairs. Mm. And I, I love it. I can happily sit and watch Benidorm because I just think it's funny because... I can totally see those people when I've mm. been on holiday with my parents and be like, yep, tracksuit family. <laughs> yep, one with hundreds of kids. I enjoy it, but uh, probably not to the same degree as you do. <laughs> see, I, I, I record it and I watch it. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> and then I is... watch it back. Um, I don't know where my love affair with Ben Adorn began. I can't even, I can't pinpoint it. I think I just saw it one day and I was like, oh, I like this. This is interesting. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah. I'm going to stick with it. But yeah, it was it, it was um, it was good. I have I do have got so many so many guilty pleasures that that we can go through. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of music now just to stop us from uh, from just going on. But I'm going to play a couple of songs that uh, that I want to I do want to come back to. Cool. Uh, check it out, Funk Master P. <laughs> that girl's so big.
slave. You're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. on Heroin Community Radio. cheese there uh, oh, two no. massive guilty pleasures there for me Kevin and Perry which also scored 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and I for the life of me I don't understand why I loved Kevin and Perry Go Large I loved the TV show and I just thought Kathy Burke and mm. Harry Harry Enfield Harry Enfield I thought they were just brilliant <laughs> they were great characters And at the end of the day though we can't we can't go on critic scores and Rotten Tomatoes anymore because they're panning good movies uh, well yeah at least like not not great movies, but certainly the last couple of like DC movies like um, Suicide Squad and Batman vs Superman they've been panned and they're not as bad. No, they're not as, as bad as makes it no. Out to be. no, they're not. I, I'd like to know who sits on the on on the original panel for Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Actually, I know it's done via reviews, but yeah. they get the initial one from somewhere. To give it a benchmark. There's got to be some sort of moderation to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, because people are just, they're just taking the mickey, really. I think. In, I was thinking about it this week, like, is Suicide Squad now one of my guilty pleasures? Because I actually enjoyed that movie. See, I didn't enjoy that. I thought it was overplayed. It was overacted on um, Margot Robbie and on Jared Leto's parts. <laughs> they were so overplayed, yeah, it was but, ridiculous. Uh, but there's some parts... I agree it's not a perfect movie, but I still enjoy watching it, partly because 
some of my favorite characters are represented on screen for the first time or in a different way. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I do like Will Smith and he's one of the best parts about that movie. He's probably the only best part about that movie, yeah. to be perfectly yeah. fair. But he's just been cast as Genie and Aladdin. Yes, I heard about that. I'm and, I'm like, and, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, seriously? He's going to take over from Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin who's... Williams was a comic genius. Yeah. Will Smith was half decent in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and has done serious acting ever since. Uh, well, we say serious acting. He still only plays Will Smith. Well, yes, he does only play. And we discussed this <laughs> last week. Yeah. <laughs> we did. We touched on this again yeah. last week. But yeah, so, um, I mean, I'm po- I, I post out all the all latest news and stuff, uh, especially from D23 that's been happening. Mm. I've been posting that on Facebook. So if you haven't seen, there's loads of new trailers out. Yep. Please check it. Um, I'm also, you know, have a few other things that I'm not allowed to put out just yet. Mm. Um, and I'm also working on some other stuff as well so but yeah check out the Facebook page there's loads of stuff on it but Guilty Pleasure uh, Suicide Swan should definitely be under it there'll be a lot of people that'll be like hell no what are you talking (laughs) about but but yeah the scene in the shooting range where Will Smith uh, is basically doing his cheerleading tryout for the Suicide Squad that's a good bit Uh, the bit where Harley Quinn and Joker has interactions and you learn a bit more about their past I like that sort of stuff the rest of the movie, yeah, it's it's subpar and it's all over the place and it's it's awful. But backstories is what I like. Uh, I'm a sucker for a backstory. Yeah, I think the backstories are great. It's just a shame that with the Justice League, they haven't really laid down any backstories. <laughs> what <for> a... backstory? <laughs> yeah, the Flash, Cyborg, Aquaman. You don't need those before we bring hey, out the Justice League. You got those intros in Batman versus Superman and that's all you're getting. Yeah, we got like five <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a file, Bosch, job Here's done. Here's Aquaman's L'Oreal advert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whoosh. I'm <laughs> worth <hair>. it. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, no, it definitely is a guilty pleasure. Pitch Perfect for me is a guilty pleasure as well. Um, and we were discussing actually that, yeah. that, you, that you like it as well. <laughs> I've I, got the soundtracks on my phone. Yeah, so do I. I, 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 I keep w- them hidden. <laughs> literally, that final thing, I play that and the one from the second one like mm. on repeat in my car yeah. when no one else is in it. Yeah, <laughs> and I do turn it up because I do love it. I think it's great. I don't know what it is about the films. I just I don't know whether it's because it's a cappella and because they are all actually doing it a cappella and it's actually real and it's not made up rubbish like that pitch battle on BBC One. Do you dedicate yourself a specific part in the a cappella group and start like you know beatboxing along to it? I just sing all of it because I just <laughs> I just feel like I can do it all. He's amazing. Yes, I am. <laughs> But it, it, it is brilliant. And an interesting fact about that is the guy, that uh, Skylar Astin, who plays uh, Becca's love interest, yeah. is actually married to the blonde chick from the Barden Bellas. Blonde the, chick. The, the main leader. Oh, the... the, the I can't think of her name. OCD one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's actually married to her in real life. <laughs> yeah, and they met on that film. They married after 18 months. That is yeah, they got married. They got married this year, yeah. Little trivia fact there for I you. Know, I, do you know what? I always, I always like to throw out a couple of trivia facts in these mm. shows, just because it's what the public want, yeah. and because who wouldn't want to know that? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. It, it, literally, I come across it because I was, I followed Pitch Perfect on Instagram and oh the films, dear. and and it was on their oh picture no, of their wedding day, and, and I was just like, oh, do you know what? Actually, then not bad. So, <laughs> not. So this isn't so much a guilty pleasure for you as like a fan favourite secret shrine built in I your bedroom. Look, look, I, I don't care. I love the Pitch Perfect films and I'm I'm super excited about the third one coming out this year. It looks as though they're hitting, you know... They uh, are almost hitting the bottom of the barrel now, I yeah, think. they're scraping it clean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, if, you, if you love it, go it, for it. Yeah, I, I just, I don't understand why people don't like it. My wife likes it. I, I think I like it more. Yeah, but, yeah it seems like it. <laughs> but I, but the mu- I love the music in it because I think that they pick the right songs mm. for the right parts in the film, which I, is obviously what it's about anyway. And Elizabeth Bank does a fabulous job directing it and producing it, by yes, the way, I have yeah. to say. She's so talented. Much better than being Rita Repulsa. I liked her as Rita Repulsa. I thought she was awesome as Rita Repulsa. I thought she was <laughs> she was very she was a lot better than the the TV series and the ones with Ivan Ooze and the Do film you mean back in '95. Breakfast Club with superpowers. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. I like the Breakfast Club as well. Breakfast yeah, Club yeah. meets Power Rangers. 
I swear just take that, my money. In that boardroom meeting, it was, hold on, <laughs> let's just remake uh, The Breakfast Club, and we're going to throw in Power Rangers on top of that and see what happens. Excellent. Why it, not? To be fair, though, it, it, I, I enjoyed Power Rangers, the movie. So and, did I. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to uh, a sequel if they... I really they hope them. they do a sequel. Yeah. I mean... Power Rangers is another massive guilty pleasure of mine mm. because I I loved it as a kid and I did a I, I did a review on it a couple of shows or oh, a couple of loads of shows ago, uh, feels like forever ago but um and I loved it I thought it was great I don't some people really pan it and it's like yeah but it is what it is. When I was a kid, I was super proud that I had the White Tiger Zord and the White Tiger Zord sword. Hell yeah! I met Jason David Frank at Comic Con oh. last year. The guy is. He is all about the fans. He will And he had a cameo in that movie as well. Yeah, I know, but they didn't need to put him <laughs> no. in there. Him and Amy Jo Johnson. But it was good, though. It was good. It, it, will, it was good. But I do love the fact that he is all about the fans. Yeah, Literally he is. at Comic-Con, my brother and I were, were standing, because we didn't queue up to get his autograph, because my brother was getting a photo, that professional photo done. And we were just standing, taking pictures, and he was just like, dude, let's have a selfie. And I was just like, go on, bruv. So he, my brother went and got a selfie with him as well. I was like, he does. Sweet. He does a lot of stuff for the fans. Uh, in terms of being a Power Ranger in those early days, they weren't uh, Screen Actor Guild actors then. Um, they were all sort of <laughs> basically taken off the street. They weren't paid hardly anything. Yeah, yeah. They didn't receive anything from the royalties of the show. But he's still proud of it. He's still uh, he's still taking part, I believe, in some of the TV shows. Yeah, he, st- he still do- he still shows up as like a, as a master in some of the shows. Apparently, um, in uh, on YouTube, I've seen him take over as the Green Ranger in some of these like epic power battles between like who would win against Darth Maul and yeah, yeah. Green Ranger and yeah he he still lit, he still makes an absolute killing off the back of being the white and green ranger is he is he actually an MMA fighter i've heard that he's he's still he, fighting. i don't know whether he is or not but he's done some serious yeah. some serious training but power rangers is most definitely definitely a a, a guilty pleasure yeah, tv show and film yeah, yeah, absolutely. No matter what film either, I still like Ivan Ooze films. Oh man, Ivan Ooze. Uh, do you know what? I was I was worried when they brought out that the initial shot for Apocalypse on X Men. Oh, X Men. And he Apocalypse, looked and, yeah. and he looked like <laughs> Ivan Ooze, and I was just like, dude, someone's gonna get sued. I was thinking more like, oh, Zordon's in a wheelchair now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, there is that. No. <laughs> yeah. Combine it. Let's. Everyone's loving these shared universes at the moment. Let's get Power Rangers and X-Men together, combine the universes and explain everything away. <laughs> well, yeah, explain it away like Hollywood does. I mean, they were going to do a Men in Black 23 Jump Street That would be so mashup. weird. I can't even wrap my head around that, but it sounds awesome, and that would be a massive guilty pleasure if that happened. I don't know if I've said it before, but Transformers meets Fast and the Furious. That's what I want. Now, that would be awesome. Can you yeah. even imagine? That would be... Vin Diesel talking to Optimus Prime about the, the importance of family. <laughs> you can yeah. see it happening. You, yeah, you can. Yeah, and Optimus Prime is just like, you're right. Autobots aren't a race. We're a family. <laughs> yeah, right. It, it, you know what? This is kind of teetering down the, the GoBots versus Transformers from Clark's 2. <laughs> Have you ever seen that bit? Oh, I, I don't think so, but it sounds amazing. If you've never seen Clark's 2... Kevin Smith film. Yeah, I've seen Clark's too. It, 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 it's just it's just epic. I'm not going to ruin it, but Google it. Google that and the Lord of the Rings trilogy from Clark's too. You will absolutely go mad. It's amazing. And going back to Guilty Pleasures, a lot of Kevin Smith's films I really love to watch. Oh. You, you know, like even the Jay and Silent Bob stuff. <laughs> oh, man. absolutely love Jay and Silent I, I I own every single Kevin Smith film, even mm. Yoga Hoses wow, uh, and not- Tusk. I own I own those. I don't think I've seen those, but I I do like his uh, more well not more popular stuff, but Dogma, more Jane rats. Silent Bob, more rats. Love more rats. Chasing Amy was okay, but even he alluded to it was only yeah. okay as well. Um, his TV show Fat Man uh, Fat Man meets Batman. Yeah, yeah, on pretty YouTube. decent as yeah. well. That's good. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm going to do a whole show just on Kevin Smith. And so just we'll... to point it out as well, he lo- he's a fan of Suicide Squad as well. <laughs> he, do you know what he did when he did that live feed about it? It was just like, love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. And, you know, that's that's up to him, you know. it's it, We're, it, it we're is... all entitled to have those rose-tinted glasses that when we're looking at something uh, and the source material is something we love. Absolutely. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, I don't. I don't. You know, everyone's got their own guilty pleasures. Feel free to hit us up with what your <laughs> guilty pleasures are. I'd love to know what your guilty pleasures mm. are. What you're, what you're thinking. You know, what you like, what you don't like. It's it's always good to 
it's always good to know because there should there could be some out there that we completely don't even realise, but we love. I know we, I know ones on your list that I will really want to talk about, and that's Starship Troopers. Oh, we will get to we, yeah. we will get to that. <laughs> we'll play a little bit of music, and then we will come back to that. So I'm going to play two more absolutely super cheesy songs for you, which are um, are also guilty pleasures of mine uh, as well. to the film and TV show with Richard S on Heroid Community Radio.
I just love the childlike empress. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just absolutely love the childlike empress. It's just amazing. Love that film, Never Ending Story. Again, an- another uh, guilty pleasure of mine, The Never Ending Story. I think it's that's one of those childhood classics, though. It sticks with everyone. Well, apart yeah. from me, who had sort of semi-nightmares from the horse in the mud scene. That, yeah. That got to me weirdly as a kid. Don't like that. Sometimes yeah. things like that do. I mean, Kevin Bacon was, <laughs> he, he had, like like we said last week, he had... <laughs> Kevin he, Bacon scares all kids. <laughs> he, well, yeah, but Kevin Bacon spent seven years petrified of uh, of tremors, of big worms coming to get him out. I think he literally yeah. spent seven years. His, wife was, his ex-wife was saying that... He would wake up in the middle of the night and carry her out of the house to safety, inverted commas, because he was having like severe nightmares about it. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. It's absolutely That's mad. <laughs> absolutely mad. Honestly, it was absolutely crazy. Well, it makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah, you can feel better <laughs> about that. But Never Ending Story is an absolute massive, mm. uh, massive one for me. Massive guilty pleasure. Um, as we alluded to beforehand, yes. Starship yes. Troopers. Oh, this this movie is... I, I cannot rave about this movie uh, enough to it's people I meet. brilliant. <laughs> There's so many. I was saying to a co-worker today uh, when I was at work, this movie is great on so many levels. If you want a cheesy action flick and to switch off your brain, then you've got one. If you want to look at a movie with hidden uh, sort of allegories in it for things like Vietnam War, fascism and things like this, you can have a look at it and you can actually analyze it so in depth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just so weird because you look at the source material, it's completely different, but it still carries some of the similar messages. Yep. It's still still a really good, uh, in terms of like the CGI and everything, they blend the models, like all the effects and everything really well. Yeah. Uh, It stands up today. And of course, who doesn't love like masses of alien bugs attacking like humans and and ripping them to shreds yes, as well it is gory it's got like it's got everything and and just sending like sperm shots into into space to blow up big massive destroyers who doesn't yeah. love that you know yeah, that is that's one of the weirder things to pick out about the movie but sure yeah uh, yeah, yeah well yeah, you know the, <laughs> the fact that they've got mind readers who can find out where the bugs are completely gloss over that fact oh yeah <laughs> and the fact that they dress up like the ss yeah, as well uh, that, uh, that was a bit yeah but yeah um, and, and the mind reader was doogie hauser yeah or the um <laughs> Is it Barney from How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, Doogie Howser, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Patrick, Thomas, Patrick, Patrick, Thomas. Neil Patrick Neil Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, there you go. I knew I'd get it somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I love Neil Patrick Harris anyway. In, I mean, yeah, he, he's a good actor. Yeah. Uh, you got Casper Van Dien as the main guy. He's He does it well. Like, I don't really have any complaints about him. No. Uh, and then Denise Den- Richards. She's, she's hot in yeah. the movie, which is never a bad thing. No. And yeah, it's I I just love it, and I, it's got so many good one-liners. Like, would you like to know more? I know, and it's just, but I like the fact that it plays on all of, you know, the whole recruitment side of of being in the army and being in the mobile infantry. And I was yeah. actually talking to my friend. What it means to be a citizen. Yes, I was talking to my friend uh, Jan Haraskovian. Uh, he's over in the states, and he is listening tonight. So hi, Jan. Um, it's daytime <laughs> over there, so he's he, he's taking a a, a trek around Montana. Okay. Um, I can just picture him in horses and, uh, and a fedora hat on, you know, <laughs> trotting along through the stables. But anyway, we were talking about something and uh, we ended up talking about mobile infantry. And I was just like, yeah, just like Starship Troopers. Yes. It was just like, and he, and, and, you know, he loves a film as well. And it is an absolute cracking film. Absolute cracking film. Let's not forget, this is set sometime in the future because they've got all these sort of big yeah, starships yeah. and everything. But the, <laughs> the greatest idea they could come up with combating these large insects is sending lightly armoured people into the mouths of these <laughs> yeah. guys. Oh, absolutely. So it, it is crazy. It's wacky. But at the same time, you've got like ultra macho sort of soldiers who learn the lessons of like, um, you know, going into ambushes and things like that. And you can sort of pair it again with like things from the Vietnam War, uh, being unprepared, being sent into situations that, they weren't prepared for yeah uh, and soldiers learning from it and you know it's, it's just so good and uh, I, I do love the manliness of it when they go like, rad checks roughnecks it's just yeah. like come on you apes you want to live forever yeah it's like you're in you're it until you die or i find someone better it's just like yeah. brilliant uh, what's, uh, what's the line where um nobody quits uh everyone does their job 
if you don't, I'll shoot you myself. I'll shoot you myself. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Casper Van Dien says that, and uh, as, as Jan says as well, the film is also great because it has boobies in it. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, taking the tone down a hell of a lot, but <laughs> but yeah, yes, it but yes, it has that as well. The, sh- the shower scene where yes, yeah, that's, yes, that's always good. And and the bit just before she dies as well, which is awesome. Oh yeah, with the romantic. literally, it's, it's literally like ten minutes, and then she gets like chopped up. Brilliant. In one of the best defense, uh, like defensive, like fortification yeah. bits in a movie until what I would say is probably 300. Uh, prob- yeah. Probably another guilty pleasure. Yeah, although a yeah, lot of people absolutely. do enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it was one of Zack Snyder's uh, originals, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Until that- someone jumped on the bandwagon and did Rise of 300 or whatever it was, Rise of the Spartan or whatever. Uh, Yes, Rise of an Empire. And yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. I kind of like that one as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just tick off another one for yeah. you then. Well, I'm just crossing. <laughs> there's not a movie I don't like. Well, actually, there is, but there, that's another uh, that's another story. Um, but yeah, I, I really liked Rise of an Empire. It didn't hit as many good notes as the previous one did because yeah. it wasn't as hyper macho. It wasn't as stylized because they weren't working with uh, a lot of source material at that point but certainly i still enjoyed the soundtrack i still enjoyed some of the actors in it and um yeah yeah i i, I really look at movies these days as a way to escape and just something to Absolutely. look at, at face value to enjoy rather than a lot of the times if you're if you're studying films at school or so, something like that you f- probably find it a little bit difficult to turn your uh, sort of evaluating head off and just yeah, sit yeah. and enjoy a movie. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people people always like to put it in comparison to other films, but if you sit there and just enjoy a movie, I think it it always helps. Absolutely. Um, we've had some interaction. Oh, okay, let's hear so, it. So Ashley Briggs, who is a, a a fan of the the show and also of the station as well, um, which is awesome. And he's his guilty pleasures for films are Chef, Ratatouille, and Flushed Away. Some absolute crackers. Okay. I love. Love all three. Guilty pleasures, though. Yeah. yeah Chef. Chef is an, an amazing film. Done it by is an amazing film. John Favreau is a brilliant yeah. director. But not a lot star. of people know about it. And this is one that I did in a couple mm. of shows ago. Um, but I would totally agree with with all of those. Yeah, and his TV is Poldark. I've never seen Poldark. I hear people <laughs> raving about it. I don't think I want to watch it before. My mother <laughs> and sister watch it. I'm still not inclined to watch it myself but no yeah um i would definitely suggest that if anyone's into some sort of uh well if you're feeling hungry don't watch watch chef because it no. will make you so oh, hungry can you imagine if that's in 4d though oh my god <laughs> just I, I can just 4D? literally what you smell it as you well. smell it as well <laughs> oh, yeah i would love that um jan's put his guilty pleasures are the labyrinth from willow Absolutely. Good, good choices. Love Fabulous that. choices. He's also put his guilty man hunk pleasure, uh, the TV series of Spartacus. Um, oh, Spartacus Blood and Sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually seen one episode of that and I and I was quite, I, I quite liked that. I thought that was actually quite good. So It does go downhill as it progresses, um, both sort of in a, well, um, if you're familiar with the story of Spartacus, it does end in their defeat, but... Uh, in terms of the acting and sort of the storyline does sort of slide slowly downhill, but it's still an enjoyable watch. I think it's three or four seasons, and I definitely re- recommend, if you've got some time, put that okay. aside, get it watched, and uh, you'll enjoy you'll enjoy it. Awesome. I will do. I will do. So that's good. So now I'm going to play an absolute cheesy banger. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs>
right. The Venga bus is coming and <laughs> the Venga boys are an absolute guilty pleasure of mine. And I had to literally find a way of shoehorning one of their songs into today's show because I absolutely love the Venga boys and I don't care. Yeah, it's a guilty on, pleasure of mine. We're so. on opposite sides of that <laughs> bridge and I'm wishing the Venga bus would drive right off that bridge into a deep, You mean you don't ravine. want to fly Venga Airways and go to Ibiza? No. no you don't want you. to boom, 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 boom? Well... <laughs> Not with me, obviously. No, no. Um, but yes, and that's actually from the film The Heat. So <laughs> thank you very much, uh, IMDB, <laughs> for answering my prayers. Um, so in the last five minutes or so, um, let's just touch on one last thing, one last uh, guilty pleasure. <laughs> if you have one, or if not, I've got one of mine. Okay, yeah, uh, I've got one. Go on then. Well, three, in fact. Okay. Uh, the Star Wars prequels. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say them because there is a lot of hatred out there for these movies, and I'm I'm on two sides of the coin right now because yes, I don't like them. I think ultimately, after the uh, newest Star Wars come uh, Star Wars movies come out, I hope that they go back and actually redo these movies because yeah. there is a lot wrong with them. But at the same time, these were the movies that I grew up waiting for. Uh, and so there is still a lot of childhood memories buried with these movies, and there's still a lot of things I do enjoy. Like, first off, Ewan McGregor is actually really good as Obi-Wan. He does a He's good... A, I, I'll, I'll give you that. He is yeah. actually... I do like uh, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think he's very, very good at that. As in, there's there's a lot miscast in this movie, uh, he... including Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen. I think they both phone in their, their work. Uh, yeah. Really poor. But in terms of the other stuff I like, I was a kid watching it. I still love the lightsaber fights. Darth Maul is, you know, everyone's Darth Maul is probably one of the best, best Darths. Yeah, yeah. I think, which is good. Put him up against Kylo Ren. I think we know who's going to win. Yeah. What are your other (laughs) Um, ones then? And the starship fights. You know, like the action scenes in general in this movie, because they were pushing the boundaries with CGI, uh, it allows for plenty of other movies to come in and do stuff with the same sort of tech. And yeah, I, I'm a sucker for the lightsabers. You, you know, like they're just they're just cool, and they come in so many different colors. Like it's just it's all about the colors. Yeah, I'm <laughs> it's all about the colors. So, what are your other guilty pleasures, Eng? Oh, you know. said there was three. Well, yeah, Star Wars one. Two, oh, and okay, three. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'll, I'll, let me do my last one then. Oh, um, and um, I'm just throwing well, Mighty Ducks, but I don't think yes. that's a guilty pleasure because yes, it has so to many be a people guilty pleasure. It has to so be. many people love it though. I don't yeah. even think it's guilty. Yeah, I, mean, I stand up proud to wear my Mighty Ducks shirt right now. I actually got I got one made specifically for when I go to to Euro Disney, and it's mm. it's literally like the jersey, the D, District Five D Five jersey. Oh, the original green. Yeah, Sorella yeah. Print did that for me. It's amazing. Um, Jan's put Quantum Leap. Quantum That's Leap. A good shout. Quantum <laughs> Leap. Brilliant. Do you mean sliders or Quantum Leap? Because <laughs> they're the same. Both the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> sliders. I loved sliders. I love, but I think I prefer Quantum Leap. Yeah. Quantum Leap better. Every jump may be our last jump home. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I don't even know if that um, was both oh, That was sides. actually Brett Michaels, um, who's a friend of Jan's, who said that. Um, that's his choice, apparently. Or Brett, Brett <laughs> Michelle, Brett Michelle. Sorry if I got it wrong, Brett. Um, but that's his choice. Uh, my last one, very, very quickly, Once mm. Upon a Time. Mm. Once mm. Upon a Time. Because it's all about fairy tales. And I actually think it's quite dark as well. I think they're quite yes. good. And I absolutely love Lana Perilla as the evil queen. I think she is awesome as yeah. that. And uh, um, I'm currently watching that on Netflix, so no spoilers. No, no, I won't. And <laughs> um, I can't think of his name. He plays uh, he plays Mr. Gold. He plays Rumpelstiltskin. Uh, Robert Carlyle? That's it, Robert yeah. Carlyle. Love him. Hello, dearies. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> He's amazing. But yeah, so absolutely love it. So guilty mm. pleasures. It's been a it's been a very interesting show. Yes, it has. There's some interesting interesting music choices, and there's still one left to come as well, <laughs> which I'm hoping people will will still listen. to. I just to. hope it's better than the Venger Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is better than the Venger Boys. Don't even diss them. <laughs> um, but that's it for the show tonight. Um, thank you very much for joining us again, Alex. You are welcome to come back next week, which is going to be for. Um, uh, laugh out loud. So next week okay. is comedies, uh, but the comedies that that you laugh at not because they're rubbish, but you laugh at because they're funny, yeah. you know, and they're proper belly laugh. So if you want to come next week, you are more than welcome 
Well, I'll keep uh, a weather eye out on the horizon, and uh, you might uh, you might see me then as well. Excellent. If not, it'll just be on me on me Todd, but that's okay. <laughs> um, so that's it. That uh, just leaves me to say thank you very much again for listening, guys. Um, if you can like the Facebook page if you don't already and get involved with the split grids, that would be awesome. Um, share the um, trailers that we put out, and if you want to share the bits that I put out as well, that would be great because the more people that see it, the better. Also, like us on Twitter and follow us on Twitter as well. Um, there's a lot of people on there who you you know you can comment and everything. It's great. Like, comment and sub- subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> you know the usual uh, the usual stuff that, that everyone likes you to do. But more importantly, thank you very much for listening, um, and I, I massively appreciate you all tuning in. There is one more thing. It's been emotional. This is the greatest and best song in the world. Tribute. Long time ago, me and my brother Kyle here. We was hitchhiking down a long and lonesome road. All of a sudden, there shined a shiny demon in the middle of the road and he said play the best song in the world or I'll eat your soul well me and Kyle we looked at each other and we each said okay and we played the first thing that came to our heads just so happened to be Listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. on Heroid Community Radio.